I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Time for a good time, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Football Ramble. My name's Marcus Speller. Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. And Pete Donaldson's here. Let's get going. It's a glorious bank holiday Monday, but it's not a holiday for us, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no. This feels like work. <laughs> <laughs> this feels like being an Arsenal defender at Anfield. <laughs> Rise right and grind. You, you can take that fairly easy <laughs> in your own way. <laughs> yeah, they, they had defenders, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some guys. Yeah. Well, it's lovely to be with you, ladies and gentlemen. Mm. And uh, we're ready to uh, talk about what Wenger and them did. Yeah. Or mm. didn't do, should I say. It was a touching tribute to the eight to defeat at Old Trafford. <laughs> Can I just say, before we get into all the obvious negativity around the game, there is a positive thing to take, because the last time Arsenal won the league, after it, because they'd gone unbeaten, there was a lot of pressure on staying unbeaten, and mm. we, we we don't have that now. We've, no, we've very, much, mm. very much, very much you know, got Pete rid Donaldson. of that jinx, very got that Pete, monkey off our backs. The Pete Donaldson angle. <laughs> <laughs> the cup half full uh, of no, blood. Donaldson would have found a angle as a Liverpool fan that, won four, that beat Arsenal 4-0 as to why it wasn't a very good 
badly no, yeah. a friend of mine I was watching it with a friend of mine who's a big Liverpool, uh, a big Liverpool fan and, and he was fuming when Arsenal were coming forward and going we better keep a clean sheet <laughs> I will be fuming I was like would you take 7-1 well, I'd be a bit annoyed about the one yeah. I was like oh shut yeah. up <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the takeaway from a lot of uh, negativity around Liverpool fans is possibly they think that Mignolet's going to move yeah, that's 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 that is half, that is glass half empty. I stuff, really when I when it, the camera shot to him, I really thought, and I know this is a, a lookalike people have said, but I genuinely thought that uh, I thought James Corden's lost a lot of weight, <laughs> and, I, and I know that's a, a look. He was dressed nice, wasn't he? He's wearing like a suit, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he, he always does for shows. Club suit, mate. <laughs> Definitely club suit. If you're not in the squad, the, yeah. um, uh, Richard James Fee uh, said his highlight of the week was uh, Liverpool oh. resting Simon Mignolet and Arsenal resting Carriers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which I quite like. Carriers did his best. He still had a couple of balls against Danny Welbeck. <laughs> Carry us very much the whole game was like look I don't care what you're doing up there I want to be involved <laughs> I want he to could, be involved he could feel the camera on him though. Yeah. he could feel that little red light I've going got, I've got to show something yeah. 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 I want to get more than 5 out of 10 you've been watching that Mandonda uh, nutmeg oh, from the week goodness. before I think trying to remember <laughs> a bit of that who was that for in France was yeah it? in France yeah, back in Marseille I think yeah. Magnifique. That, I thought that must be a testimonial match when I saw it nah. it can't have been a proper one what happened there what sorry was do, you, the... do you mean Arsenal Liverpool <laughs> <laughs> I think so. Yeah, it was. Uh, it, it, it was a, a well worth a, a Google of that moment in France uh, with the goalkeeper. Was it Mandanda? Yeah, yeah. Mandanda. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So does a Cruyff turn and the, uh, the 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 player gets wiped out effectively? He goes for a slide tackle. No, and no, then no, the, no, and no. The kid just stops. No, he has to bolt his feet. Uh, it might have even been on his debut back at uh, back in France at Marseille, uh-huh. um, and the striker's coming in to, to close him down. Mm. He's about to kick it to, to kick it long, I suppose. Yeah. And he changed his mind at the last second, and when the guy stretches his leg out to stop it, he just, mm. just nutmegs him. <laughs> I, I, it's I'm, amazing. I'd be willing to know if that was a competitive match. And Carriers was mm. trying to do that. <laughs> yeah, he was indeed, yeah. yeah. But he kept a clean sheet. He, he did. did. He managed to keep a clean sheet, which was... Against which, six forwards. Well, <laughs> <laughs> against a pulsating yeah. Arsenal team who yeah. were relentless quite <laughs> frankly Arsenal had six up front for most of the game the fact that <laughs> no. they kept the clean sheet he kept the clean sheet is very very impressive it was I mean yeah we've, we've heard about the 4-6-0 yeah. that was deployed by Craig Levine among others when yeah. Scotland uh, played in the qualifier <laughs> but obviously uh, perhaps more popular in, in Spain by the Spanish coach and, but the great uh, thing about Craig Levine doing it was he did it against the Czech Republic because he thought he was playing the Czech Republic from about 1995 <laughs> yeah, <he did>. yeah. <laughs> when, when, when that Czech Republic hadn't scored many goals at all leading yeah. up to that game he was basically playing 4-6-0 against the idea of the Czech Republic. That's right. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and then obviously Spain did it. So, well, Wenger, maybe he's had a bit of a tinker and he seemed to play a 4-0-6. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, if you get the... that 6-0 and zero mixed, when, mixed up. When did he bring a Lacazette and Giroud? Like half 20, hour half an hour ago. When the game like... was well gone. <laughs> yeah, well and truly gone. What are you going to get out of this? Exactly. It took, it took him about, it took Wenger about an hour to think, I'm not sure Sanchez is up for this. <laughs> I don't know if he's up for it. There was a point in the I'll first half. On, there, was, there was a point in the first half where the camera cut to him and he he, he was um, sipping from a bottle of water. Arsenal were already one 0 down, and it looked like he was shaking just mm. with probably quiet fury my and only, frustration. My only I would question imagine. to you, Jim, obviously you might not know, is was it water? Yeah, <laughs> I would think so. I'd have, I'd have wanted a stiffer drink than that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, people have to, people listening now have to sort of sympathise with us as a group because yeah. I, I've consumed quite a lot of the media around this Arsenal game as I'm sure you all have and there are pundits who have played under Wenger who can't think of anything new to say so <laughs> yeah. do bear in mind that we haven't played under Wenger <laughs> yeah, that was an amazing and we've been doing this show for a long time there was an amazing also, bit on Match of the Day too when Martin Keown was on there and, uh, and he was asked you know come on you, you've played under Wenger what, what, what's going on here and Keown went to do that thing where he went you know I had a great year under Arsenal just shut up Martin yeah. Right, yeah. We're, we're past that bit. yeah absolutely I mean as well well, from, from my point of view, 
you know, obviously Arsenal do do have embarrassing like results like this quite often. And you come on the show and it's like, oh God, great, my team's going to get dug out again. It's a bit annoying. And you know, however embarrassing it's been, you, you want to defend them to some point. But after that performance, it's just it's it's very difficult to find an angle. Let's yeah, say. I agree. And I think the key mm. the Keon thing is a funny one because. When so Keon did Keon on Match of the Day 2 you're talking about, yeah. aren't you? He did a bit about um, about Wenger saying that you know it's not because Danny Murphy was was drilling him, and Keon was trying. I understand why Keon was pl- trying to play devil's advocate a little bit, but he was blaming Wenger. And then towards the end of the uh, the, the show, um, Mark Chapman read out a tweet which said, um, "What's Steve Ball doing in all this?" Yeah. And you can see the cogs turning in Keon's head, going, "Oh yeah, Steve Ball's my mate." Yeah, I, I, mm. I, don't know, I don't know what pigs don't come to me. <laughs> Martin, what do you think about Steve Ball's role? And Keogh just couldn't put it in your bottle and just went, I don't think it's fair to blame an individual. I don't <laughs> but let's have Vast and Zerzel, because I will still yeah, see Steve yeah. so like, in the pub on well, Sunday. Well, let's yeah. not name names. I mean, there are other backroom staff who uh, I didn't play yeah. with, and I'm happy to talk about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's, that, what's that big furry T-Rex doing? Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. He yeah. looks a bit foreign, I'll blame him. <laughs> I, I, do, I do find it fascinating how Arsenal, and it's, you know, to paraphrase, par- paraphrase Barry Davies they just do not learn I mean, yeah. I mean, you see yeah. them even at 3-0 three, three down I mean because I think it was Jeremy Carrigan someone made a point saying that you know I know it was Graham Souness it's a really fascinating thing he said he said what Joe Fagan used to say to him was at the start of a game Graham have a, have a good look at the game today mm. and what he means is the first 15 or 20 minutes just have a look at the game yeah. you're in midfield you're yeah. in that perfect mm. position have a look around see, what, see what's what have a feel and, and Arsenal didn't do that and they went no. down they went behind as we, as we know but not only that 2-0, 3-0, even when they started to make the changes. They still didn't mm. go for any other type of approach to the game. Mm-hmm. And if you look at Arsenal's record against over the last five or six years against the big teams, it's poor. It's, it's really, really, really bad. I mean, and and is... I think, just to finish the point really quickly, I think that they're going to they're gonna obviously regularly beat teams far lower down the table than them because of resources yeah. and quality and budgets and stuff. But when it comes to when they really earn their salt, Wenger really earns his salt, he comes up short or over and over again. Well, there's this sense, isn't there? And we see it all the time with Arsenal when they when they start having a sort of embarrassing defeat like this. It's the sense that the game is happening to them, and there's nothing yeah. they can do mm-hmm. to to sort of influence it. Like, sort of the heads drop, the shoulders go. And I mean, you'd struggle to find a team that looked le- less motivated than Arsenal doing in the entire Premier League on the on the show we've seen so far. I know it's only three games in, but they they look like they're approaching it like a preseason. They don't look ready, and obviously there's so much disharmony in the squad. You got Oxlade Chamberlain, who by the time you know the show's even finished, might have signed for Chelsea. Özil hasn't signed his contract Sanchez wants to go now there's, there's rumours that Mustafi and Wenger have fallen out and there's talk that he might even go go off to, to Inter it's just there's so much disharmony here, there how can that possibly be good and at the same time classic same old Arsenal losing away to Stoke and Liverpool would be typical of most of our seasons in the last five or six years so I mean it, it could still just be the same old same old again oh you could you could you could I could still see them finishing fifth or sixth and, and going going quite far in, in the cups I, I could still see that happening but the one thing that's really hit home for me, and I thought about saying this last week, I thought it might be a bit early, but I'll say it now. If I was if I was Arsenal and, and Arsene Wenger, I would just move Sanchez and Erzo on. I, I would I would just take control back of the situation. They don't want to, they don't want to be there. I mean, it, it's fair to say if if they wanted to be there, they would have signed a new contract. They don't want to be there, so why not just have, take a little bit of a short term hit for a couple of players? I know I know Sanchez finished the season last season very very strongly. Both of those players together, you, that's forty goals you're taking out of the team. There, it's worth uh, it. Keep bearing that in mind, it is, it is forty goals based on last season and mm. and what they've done so far. But you, you, in a certain 
to a certain extent, you have to move ahead of the times and go, are they going to deliver that for us this season? Or are we in love with the idea of Ozil and Sanchez at their very top? Because if they're not motivated to be there, they might not be any use to you. And I, what, what's the harm in taking a bit of control, saying we're a proud club, no, to, no players bigger than the team, mm. we can take this on, and we can bring some other players through and maybe try and... and of course, this is sort of undermined by the fact they look like they're going to miss out on Thomas Lamar well, and Jim, stuff now. Jim, you were saying about the disarray at the club. Was there not disarray at Chelsea? You know, yeah. you look at other clubs. Wenger, to me, just wants everybody to be have, have a mm. nice time and be cushy. And, and oh, probably, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the disarray, I must say. No, 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 of no. course. But I, I think that, you know, <laughs> Pete said on the WhatsApp group, you know, when it was half-time, Pete went, well, oh, I wonder what Wenger's going to, you know, how he's going to shove it up them at half-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's not going to, it was laughable. That, can, that, can I just qualify the comment I just made, just because yeah. it sounded a bit sensationalist, because you just reminded me of something with Chelsea. Yeah. Look what Conte did with Costa. Well, absolutely. You could easily, say to, say. You could easily yeah. say to Conte, oh, yeah, but he can't do that, because that's 20 old Premier League goals he's going to have lost mm-hmm. Conte's made a decision and said the team is bigger than that yep. we, we, we back ourselves to replace it we can bring other players into the, into the mix of course it helps they sign Morata for a lot of money but he had no other striker at that point he made really, that he liked and so it has been done before it's not as outrageous as it necessarily sounds he made a decision and, and, and he went with it I mean it yeah, with Arsene Wenger, one of the big criticisms is that uh, he puts too much faith in players and he sticks with players for too long, and and that certainly seems to be the case. He doesn't say it's like look at Alex Ferguson, you know, yeah. crying out loud, the ultimate example. Uh, Move player on right, you're, you're done here, you're off, kind of thing. It was it was mm. it was ruthless, which is why Keane you know, obviously has still has beef with him. But but Gary Neville said something going back to a couple of the, the points. He said that he never understands the lack of attention to the opposition. When mm, Arsenal set I completely up. agree with this. It's been driving you, me nuts for years. You said that some Arsenal fans have felt like that for a long oh, time. Oh, a long, long time. Yeah. But it's, it's because that was Wenger's his strength, in a sense, when he first arrived at the club, was he could impose a game on a team um, because because his methods were so different. And also, with, a, with the unbeaten season, uh, that team was so good, they could get away with it. They could always force you um, to, to play their game. Uh, but th- this team cannot do that. The Premier League has moved on from that. There are too many big players in there now, and, and there wasn't in the past. And it's... Uh, it's, it's it, it's baffling to me. He, he's, he, Wenger is essentially, with his new contract, being rewarded for failure. And he is then rewarding players for failure. I mean, because the players aren't performing consistently, yet mm. they know they're not going to realistically be... I mean, Ozil and Sanchez, all being well, presuming they don't move on, they're not injured, they'll play every single time. Yeah, you've got to bear in mind, though, the counterpoint to that is since Ozil and Sanchez arrived, um, there's been three FA Cups. I was going to say, so they, they, fa- they, they do count for something. The word failure may... Uh, perhaps underachievement. But, but yeah, or quite, lack of yeah. a title. Under, but I'm, I'm only terming it failure on Wenger's own terms. That's yeah, yeah, quite. A few years well, ago, yeah the stated aim for Arsenal is always to win the league, isn't yeah. it? And if, if Liverpool are one of their um, supposed rivals, then, I mean, that's a pretty damning assessment, isn't it? <laughs> well, Liverpool, I mean, look, Liverpool have shown, and we should, we should probably talk about them a little bit as well, Liverpool's shown that they can absolutely terrorise you. If, if, mm, if you they look up, fantastic. They if, really do. If you don't set up properly, if you're going to play... You know, Xhaka, I, I think, it has his flaws, but I mean, he can't do all on his own. Mm. I mean, if you've got Ramsey alongside him, who's not, who's not really got the discipline, and you've got Sanchez and Ozil, who, 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 when they don't feel like it, aren't going to work back. Liverpool will absolutely terrorise you, and nothing, nothing um, sums up better for me than when Salah scored that breakaway goal. And did you yeah. see Sadio Mane yeah. bre- breaking mm. his neck, yep. 60, 70, 80 yards, not even to get on the end of the ball, just to ease the defender away, yep. yeah, so yeah. Salah had more time. That was absolutely typified absolutely. a team player. 
I, I looked at that though in a different way. I sort of going, well, that's the bare minimum you expect from a football being on field. You yes, can't just let him just yeah. run at the because I mean, you need to provide support just on the off chance you're going to get a goal yourself. That's, isn't yeah, it, really? that's what's so striking about Liverpool, isn't it? It's the pace of all those players. But Arsenal don't lack pace. They just didn't didn't choose to use it. Yesterday. Well, don't, don't defend in the opposition penalty area. Seems to be the, uh, the best <laughs> also, way to do also, it. Put in, I mean, I don't know. We said we're going to talk about Liverpool, but just just remembered putting Bellerin. Ahead, on the on the left, ahead of Kalasinac, who's looked like an absolute weapon. Since I know. When you've also got a left, back, a left back, you've yeah. also got a left back in the in the back three. As yeah. well. it's, 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 his team selections have been very very odd. But mm. all of Liverpool's forwards scored. The, the front yeah. three and well, the sub scored. And that's yeah. something we we'll probably have to we, we we will enjoy as as, as mm. neutrals or some of us anyway. Um, because Liverpool, they've got goals everywhere, and it looks like going on 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 what you were saying and and, and what you were saying as well, Pete and Luke. Uh, that uh, everyone's happy to score. Everyone, yeah. it, there's no. It, it might be a, a funny thing to say, but obviously each individual player wants to score as many goals as possible. But they don't have what you call a traditional centre forward. Mm. Even in even in a, even in a even in a um, a, a modern centre forward kind of way. Well, storage, I suppose. Yeah, but uh, Firmino's the man, uh, kind of up top and centre. Well, he's providing half the passes. Well, yeah, exactly. exactly. Yeah. What a, they buzz around. Well, so therefore, if you have someone like Harry Kane, for example, obviously a, 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 an unselfish player in some respects, but Kane still wants the golden boot, as he yeah. should. Yeah, so yeah. Aguero will be the same. Lukaku yeah. will be the same. I know what you mean. Liverpool yeah. maybe don't have a, a play like that and that kind of might even just even if it's like 0.5% lends itself to that dynamic wants, front three all working Klopp together. wants forwards doesn't he? He wants yeah. forwards exactly. who are all going to contribute. And you exactly. know what? That re- that really Lamar. is what Liverpool need isn't it? When you sort of come off the back of you know Gerrard having been so talismanic for so long and Suarez and Torres before that like where the, the goals have, have come from specific yes. places a lot and that, that has been a, a weakness of theirs perhaps and you know that they've they've solved that problem. They're such an exciting team to watch at the moment. And, and straight off the back of that of, of hammering Arsenal there's talk of they've, they've bid for Monaco's Lamar yeah. after Wenger said no no, 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 they're not going to sell him and all the rest of it. I mean, if they get Lamar at the time of recording, they haven't. That's a double. Yeah. Really, so, really finish off showing us how gut. it's done. I, I don't have any particular insight into the workings of that potential transfer, but it, it, it seems to me if that's the case, then you know, putting two and two together and hopefully get hopefully getting four, it looks like they're preparing for life without Coutinho. If that's the case, yeah. if, the, if they are, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you know. Julian Draxler, who's been told he's surplus to requirements at PSG and is available for mm-hmm. what, reportedly between thirty and forty million. Him and Lamar and a chunk of change for Coutinho. For me, I'll be taking that all day, mm, not every, too shabby. And every day of the week, and twice on a Sunday. Well, they've, they've, they might spend uh, a lot of that change on Naby Keita, who's going to arrive next summer. He's coming July 2018. Yeah, past his. I like that. Like, past his like a movie trailer. trailer. Like Guardians of the Galaxy trailer. <laughs> <laughs> the crazy thing about that is, do you want me to do the medical now? I've got a spare couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> What, in a year's time? Well, you did the medical a year ago, so you're definitely going to be fine. Listen, if it's anything like my life, every year that goes past, I'm worse. Yeah. <laughs> Something else clicks. I'm Benjamin Buttoning. Buttoning, Buttoning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I am all over the place. Oh, dear me. But yeah, Liverpool were just so good, weren't they? And, and I, it would be great if they had a proper title bid, because the last mm. season for the first... Half, certainly for the first sort of third of the season, there was talk and Klopp was giving it the old wink and a smile, mm. thinking, no, we don't talk about the title round here, or do we? But he said, he said a little bit after that, he said, we'll be in part of the conversation for sure. Well, they should be. Um, but, but they they weren't really. But, I mean, you never have any, I never have any worries about them going forward on the club. I don't it's, think, it's, it's at the yeah. back. But, yeah. but that's what I mean. If they won the title, it would be really swashbuckling stuff with a questionable goalkeeper whichever one it is and then the back four if they don't uh, if they don't strengthen at the back T- to have that swashbuckling stuff it would be great to see them go really deep in a title bid at least yeah and I think well Virgil van Dijk can improve him as well if he's going to I mean presumably he's going to move somewhere yeah. I mean it's gone a little bit quiet but I thought it would be announced 
sort of back. I thought they were getting moving towards announcing it at the back end of last week, based on what I heard. But they haven't. But I, he would be. He would definitely improve. Them. Yeah, I mean that's probably one of those transfers where Southampton want to get as much as they can because you know they're probably not Liverpool's biggest fans, are they? No. The negotiating <laughs> team. <laughs> be enough. Be enough. Um, enough pages being taken out in the uh, Southampton Echo by ex-players <laughs> apologising for that well, to, be, well, to have gone sour well we find out uh, most of the time about um, people moving because they just give away their shirt number like Mbappe that was the big story today oh, wasn't yeah. it it was like yeah. oh they've got rid of the shirt number they've given it to someone else yeah. so he's definitely moving yeah. they give it to Stephen Jovetic yeah, yeah. yeah. And, uh, Alexandra Lacazette was given uh, Lucas Lucas Perez's shirt and Pe- I think Perez found out on the internet or something like right. mm. <laughs> one of the ways one of the ultra modern ways that people suspect a move is when a player um, unfollows the Instagram account or unfollows likes, the Twitter account yeah. likes another player's Instagram yeah. post <laughs> or something like that yeah. and, then, and all of a sudden that is 400 words on the mirror online yep. and a yellow ticker on Sky Sports News <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, 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 a, it's never ending <laughs> it's like that meme like Paul pre- is my new friend uh, yeah, I pre- I pre- <laughs> friendship end with Stephen I preferred it when they used to just talk on Sky Sports News about um, you know a with Argyle left back getting a, having a hamstring injury you know yeah. what I mean at least that was actually <laughs> happening <laughs> at least it was football related and not contractual yeah, no, not right, yeah. oh yesterday yeah. oh, <laughs> oh, but uh, let's move I on I miss to... swashbuckling football teams <laughs> well Manchester City they like to attack Peter they do like to attack and they like to attack their own fans after scoring last minute <laughs> <minutes as well, laughs> which is what Raheem Sterling must have done to get that yeah. second what booking a, what a thug <laughs> here's, here's, something, here's something for you guys um, law 12 of the FIFA, law, FIFA laws of the game while it is permissible for a player to demonstrate his joy when the goal has been scored, the celebration must not be excessive. There you mm. are. And that, case closed. Move on. <laughs> move on. <laughs> Aren't okay. all celebrations excessive? Yeah, I like the idea. Put it for you, I like the idea of four or five, um, sixty-five plus uh, white men deciding mm-hmm. that's excessive. That's yeah. excessive. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't do that in my day. No. Do they but, need to kiss each other? But there is a serious point in here, which is that um, Pep Guardiola was very upset about it. As I'm sure, you, I'm sure you, you've got written down there, Marcus, but. There is a safety issue here. Mm. The problem is the, re- oh, the yeah. reason the player, the reason the law is in there to, to not be frivolous. The reason the law is in there is because if a player goes over to the crowd and goes over the top, mm. and everyone rushes to the front, you've got children, elderly people. They, the, can, they can be. They can that, be yeah. seriously but, but hurt. But it's, it's, the problem is like excessive. What the hell does that mean? It, it is exactly. that kind of like uh, grey area, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I think Pep Guardiola's had a nice lesson in Mike Dean there, though, isn't it? Oh don't, yeah. Don't give him the chance. No. Ninety-seven minute winner. I'll take care of this. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be talking about me, not you, Ray. <laughs> <laughs> They were talking about that steward. Oh, yeah. yeah. That steward who was angry. Yeah. That was weird. The steward obviously <laughs> decided that he thought he'd get away with the 15 minutes of fame, then realised yeah. about, sort of understood... Cameras. And, yeah, 35 yeah. of them. <laughs> Can I get away with this in what is possibly the most photographed event of the weekend at that time anywhere in the world? Turns out I can't. I withdraw my complaint. <laughs> yeah. and that's the end of that. Yeah. Uh, but it was a vital three points. But Alan Shearer was incensed on Matter of the Day about mm. uh, celebrating... To the point of he His went, celebration was a bit naff, though. To his honest, celebration yeah. was a bit naff, but he went really Geordie for a second. It was absolutely glorious. He went, he gave his point. He was, ah, oh, weird man, or something like that. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. how he broke his wrist, like yeah. thumping the table yeah. when it happened. <laughs> Quite possibly, Jim. Quite possibly. Uh, there was a really awkward moment match today when Gary Lineker tried to bring up the wrist thing with Alan Shearer and sort uh, of went, oh, you yeah. hurt your little arm, and, yeah, and she that. just started talking about something else. He absolutely flatbagged him. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. sandbagged him. Guardiola, one for a for a sour grape or two, said, if you cannot celebrate. With the, with the fans then 
you shouldn't invite the fans. Yeah, okay. Mm. That, that is one way. That is definitely one way of looking the at it. The thing is, but with Guardiola, when all said and done, as you say, excessive celebrations, it's, it's like... Um, That's what Cantona was doing, celebrating with the fans. Exactly, yeah, but the fan <laughs> clearly didn't uh, accept yeah. his uh, leap towards I him. I prefer to celebrate with the soles of my boots. <laughs> <laughs> Would I you try- care to join me? <laughs> I tried to jump at the fan, he put his chest in the way, <laughs> yeah. and that's the end of that one. But uh, with, with uh, a player running over into the crowd, it may not specifically say in the rules, but it's a bit like uh, when someone raises a hand. Hmm. When someone raises a hand, they say, oh, it's a straight red, yeah. because it's excessive but force. that's not actually true. Yeah. It's not actually well, true. Violent, violent conduct, I think they call oh, Violent it, yeah. conduct, yeah. yeah. But if you raise a hand, blah, 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 it's always a red. So if you're going to run over but to the well, fans, well, it's well, always... It should be... I mean, there's a clear marking there. Don't go off the pitch. Yeah. Well, celebrate well, on the pitch, don't go off the pitch. Well, it's as simple and as unaligned. And you can't, leave, don't, the, you can't yeah. leave the pitch without, uh, but, but without also, permission. But, but, so there's that kind also, of thing. Also, the other side of it is it's very convenient for Guardiola and probably Stone to think about, oh, yeah, well, I want to celebrate with the fans and you shouldn't stop me doing this. There's nothing to stop you going there after the game. No. You want to go over there yeah. calmly, sign as many autographs as you've got time to do, have photos taken, yeah. be a part of the fans' experience then. You can do that whenever you want. The point They're is, in the Lamborghini, <laughs> oh. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> without, yeah, yeah. without being like a real like killjoy health and safety guy, the reason I'm, just, I'm not saying giving an opinion on that, I'm just saying the reason they brought the law in, and that was to ensure sense. the safety of elderly and young people in the stands. That's basically what why they did it. What they should do is do what they do at Newcastle, put the away lot at the top stands. <laughs> that's that's and, what they, that's and, they do at and Millwall. And Premier, that's League, like Premier yeah. League rule you've got to put. You actually do have to put them at eye level but uh, Newcastle went oh it's no <laughs> no we're not going to do that clambering up the stand I was at Priestfield at the weekend I'm sure we'll come mm. on to that later and there was absolutely no fans in one of the stands behind the goal but they still made the South End fans be in the upper tier they didn't let them go anywhere near the, the goal it's re- it was really <laughs> petty, petty yeah. Yeah. If, we're, if we're going to talk about you know celebrations at all if I'd have scored Daniel's goal Oh, 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 I'd have just run out the stadium. You'd have seen me again. Lap of the car park. <laughs> just oh, burn off the energy. <laughs> You'd still be going. I would be. Yeah. It was uh, last goal of the season. But yeah. right, yeah. it makes me think there's nothing in my life that would be as satisfying as what that man did. <laughs> yeah. Like no oh, PowerPoint I'm, presentation I could give. I don't know, Pete. No radio show I could I've do. I've seen the CCTV footage. <laughs> you look pretty pleased with yourself. <laughs> Can I just say I, I've, I've played football with every single person in this room, yeah. and no one here is scoring the goal that with their left foot. No Not with the left. With any foot. Yeah. <laughs> we could borrow someone else's if we struggle. Look at the way that was generous. Yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> it was a stanchion fucker. Yeah. Oh, man. Peter. What? <laughs> There's no other word for it. That's what it translates to in German. Stanchion, motherfucker. Hit the bar and the post, mm. didn't it? No, I, don't oh. if, I don't think it hit the post. It glanced off the Doesn't bar. Doesn't matter, don't I, ruin this. I, I, I couldn't if I wanted to. Mm. Uh, Bournemouth, they, they, they look good. Still no points on the board, sadly. Yeah. Man City, though, a lot of attacking flair in that yeah. side. I mean, Actually, we, you know, we haven't really spoken about how good Sterling's goal was because the celebrations got in the way. That, that, what, what, sort of... What, Punted, chipped, scoop. I thought it was deflected. No, it was massively deflected. I was having this. I was having the yeah, same argument on uh, on Saturday. It was a massive deflection. I don't know where it would have went. Otherwise, it, the, the way it chipped over the keeper wasn't going to go I that way if he I, did it himself. The build up was nice, Jim. I think that's what you meant. I don't mm. know. I just I've lo- watched it a lot of times. Jim, and here's sure an olive branch. The build up was good. I did not see it. I did not see the back of someone's heel. Sterling had a couple of nice touches, and then obviously it was a bit of a scuff finish, probably a deflection. But it just looped in such a satisfying way. <laughs> I'm not doubling down. I'm just saying You're it was, like that, it was <laughs> aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> we all saw regardless it, regardless of where it came from. All right. Yeah, all right, fair enough. Don't bully me. Don't bully me. 
There you, don't, go. there you go. Don't bully me. Stop. Oh, we'll come on to More that, on that later. <laughs> in a little while. That is a chilling portent of what's to come <laughs> yeah. in the second third of the show. Don't bully me. <laughs> David Silver's head is an unwelcome sight. Have we not yeah. mentioned it yet? Yeah, I don't, you, I don't you think seem so. particularly afraid of it, Marcus. What's 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 put the willies up to you? Uh, not well, Jim. I mean, um, you, you understand that his head was always under there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what I'm struggling to. <laughs> it's not like reconcile. a kinder surprise, man. <laughs> Oh, this one's a shark. I think oh, he's done. This he's, one's a playmaker. He's done us all a favour because he—that's how we can now differentiate between him and Bernardo Silva. <laughs> Maybe that's it. Yeah, because <laughs> we've already got it. Fernando and Fernandinho going on. That's, yeah. that's confusing. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah, yeah, true enough. Um, Azamir Begovic, uh, the Bournemouth goalkeeper, said that uh, the bigger team always gets the call. Yeah, and that's why um, Man City got the, there was a free kick towards the end of the game and so on and well, so forth. Well, is that because it was in the ninety seventh minute and the refer- no. and the assistant, um, sorry, the fourth official put up five minutes? A minimum. Yeah, exactly. Of five oh, I, know, I, know, I know the law. <laughs> take, take it up with that man. Don't take it up with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was uh, it was an interesting one. I mean, we can moan about referees in this country, Mark Dean and so on and so forth. But in China, there was a very unprofessional refereeing display. Did we see this? Yeah, oh, we didn't see this. No, uh, we we may I have read about reported. it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. A match was abandoned twenty minutes early, so the referee. Could catch a flight home. Yeah, yeah. I right. assume it was home, and abandoned not by him though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a equivalent of a League One reserve match. Yeah. Um, so not you know. Still, still count. I mean, there were still players there looking to get match fit. Well, yeah. to be honest with you, I, was, I wasn't going to say that. I was just going to let it dangle. No, okay, right. <laughs> but you know that um, it was the final of uh... but the, the, the report I read said the first half was timed at forty minutes, which everyone obviously thought was a bit odd. Yeah. Mm. And then they sort of rushed through half time. Get that out of the way. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, the second period was halted at thirty-eight minutes. Thirty-eight minutes. Yeah. And the refs like, that's it. That's the end of it. <laughs> but, but the report I read didn't say the score. If it was 6 0, then just get out, get over True. It. Well, I, I really don't like it when you watch a game where teams get, for example, a great example would be Arsenal, sorry, Jim, would be Arsenal at the weekend. <laughs> yeah. It's 4 0, game's done, yeah, everyone knows what's happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, fourth official, eight minutes. Yeah, yeah, eight yeah, minutes. yeah, yeah. That's always good. Let's have a couple of minutes. Let's tick, let's tick the box, okay? <laughs> and let's all get on with our but lives. Yeah, no, not when Liverpool's on the field, though. Yeah. You want them to score a couple more, don't you? That's so, Peter. If it's a three all, eight minutes, yes, please. <laughs> yeah. But to be fair, Giroud can always get a spectacular consolation, so that's not mm, too hasty. Yeah. But local media in, in, in that uh, particular Chinese match said the official ended the second half 25 minutes early, then ran off. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Layers. Just. <laughs> Straight you know, out the stadium. Um, a rugby referee, this is not my area, but a rugby referee got this wrong in, in a big World Cup game. And he got a call They're called wrong. ruggeries, aren't they? They're called ruggeries, yeah. And, he, and, they got, <laughs> and, they, and they got, they're mic'd up, Jim, so no one, no one's allowed to swear at them. Um, he got a big decision wrong, and um, seriously, when the game finished, he blew the finals and he legged it. And it was, and he didn't shake hands with any of the players. I'm talking about a big World Cup match. Wow. He didn't shake hands with any of the players or stick around. He just legged it because he knew he got a decision wrong. It's funny, isn't so, it? So yeah, can happen. Some, jump, some jump refer- in the crowd. I was yeah. going to say some referees <laughs> leg it in. You see in the uh, South American matches, mm. like lower leagues, and stuff. the but tunnel gets extended yeah. <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. until it's a massive snake. <laughs> yeah, but for, but for more information on that, do tune into my new show, The Rugby Ramble. <laughs> yeah. Mark uh, Luke Moore. Saturday afternoon. <laughs> oh dear me, we're going to talk uh, about Newcastle and uh, two Welshmen after this. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com forward slash ramble. Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum to take care of them. The preview show from <laughs> Bet365 will be out on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Something we're all looking forward to. How did our man in the chair get on I this week? I can't remember. I think How did he get did, on? Uh, uh, Watford. Was it Watford? Oh, it was Watford to Winter-Nil. Didn't come in because it was yeah. nil-nil, sadly. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was very remiss of me for not preparing for that. I not forgot. at all, but he was close. He had he had uh, Watford to Winter-Nil. Didn't happen. It was nil-nil. So yeah. I'll tell you what you can blame for that. Miguel Britos, you can <laughs> blame for that. That was... That was Street Fighter-esque, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was up there with... Uh, <laughs> no, with I mean, it was one of those ones where, yes, it was a red card, I've got no complaints about that, <laughs> but a part of me admired the athleticism. Because <laughs> yeah. he was off the ground for a long time. Yeah, <laughs> sailed through the air. Yeah. Pl- plenty of hang time. It's like a long jump. <laughs> he didn't walk, though, did he? He waited for the card. Yeah, he did, yeah. Walk. Yeah, you know, you go- yeah. You know what's yeah. coming. Well, exactly. if, you can, if you can glide through the air like that, just do that the whole <laughs> way off the pitch. By the way, you know it's right on the touchline in front of loads of Watford fans? Yep. I swear. Oh, no. I'm gonna, I'm, oh, I'm, no. I'm, I'm going to get pelters from Watford fans for saying this, but there's one or two in, in the camera shot who look annoyed that he got a red for that. Yeah. <laughs> they're, like, they're like head in hands, like looking at the ref. And at first of all, I thought they were looking at Britos going, oh, he's an idiot. He's ruined us, our mm. game now. But I think a couple of them were looking at the ref it's going... Just- I don't know about that. Have you been to a football match before? They're mainly idiots, including myself. I was racking the brain thinking. Does that look? Did that look better from, like, from that <laughs> angle or something? <laughs> the the thing is, when things happen so quickly, you're like, oh, this probably yeah. I wouldn't mind seeing another angle on that one. It was also on Anthony Knockout, who's Brighton's best player, so it's very, very calculated. Oh, it's a proper hatchet job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, proper hatchet job. Uh, let's have some correspondence, Peter. Yes, uh, hello to Colm. Hello, Colm. Uh, he says, uh, well, he's pointed out basically the 2000 ver- 2004 version of This Is Football. Do you remember I was talking about that yes. uh, version of This Is Football that had weird footballers on the front? Robbie That's Keane right. on the Irish right, version yeah. and Kieran Dyer on the English version. The 2004 version of that video game had John O'Shea on the cover. Did it? And he dug out a copy himself and oh, yeah. uh, he's, he's, he's attached a picture. That wow. is odd. The man who nutmegged Fiegel. Have some respect. Okay. All right? Here we go. Um, is, that hel- the, is, that what, is that the reward? <laughs> <laughs> that image in your head. Uh, hello to um, Dan Tacon. Hello, Dan Tacon. I like that name. 
Gentlemen, listen to your pod uh, mentioning Eddie Howe's uh, remarks post Harry Arter trickery. I can confirm that certain clubs or areas use their own code word for leave it. Mm, that's what I said, didn't I? I've played in Suffolk and Norfolk for over ten years, and almost every player knew a call of Sid meant leave it. Maybe this is a football accent of sorts and varies from region to region. Well, I, I think I think the reason they do it is because if they say leave it mm. and it gets interpreted that they're saying that to an opposition player, they yeah. can be booked for that, so they have to have a code yeah. name, yeah. They have like, uh, I remember there was a lad who used to play in the centre midfield position for my 11-side team and his name was Mark Scott. Oh yeah, I And I could him, never yeah. figure out whether he was saying, Mark Scott, this, or, yeah. or Mark, Mark Scott, my name is saying Mark Scott, my full yeah. name. Mm. One, one or telling someone else to mark someone called mm. Scott. So yeah. That's a minefield. One of those would be slightly more self-aggrandising than the other. <laughs> <laughs> Screaming your own full name in the third person. Fancy Donny! It's celebration. Mark Scott! Mark Scott! It's diggery time! <laughs> I have heard you say that before, yeah, by yeah. the way. And not, and not in this company no. either. So that, the yeah. moment that my children were conceived. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Dan also goes on to say, uh, also while I have you, <laughs> All nice. right. uh, what are your thoughts on scrapping seedings of football draws such as the uh, Champions League group stages and the World Cup? I'm all for it. It would make the draws more exciting without able to be able to uh, map out um, who could get who yeah, hour upon hour before the actual draw. I mean, th- th- it's not about the draw, though, is it? It's the matches no. that m- count. Is he, mo- is he basically moaning about the length of the draw? I is don't know. I don't think, know. So basically, because he doesn't want to sit through two and a half hours of a boring thing which he doesn't have to watch anyway, he's going to ruin the entire competition for the rest of the season. <laughs> as a, as an England, I think, isn't he introducing the idea that it might be amazing to have like really, really heavily, like so really brilliant get, like, groups and UVA, PSG, Barca and, and, I don't know, Arsenal? In the in the four in, in the four, <laughs> yeah. Well, you can't have asked this season, no. But generally speaking, yeah, I, I don't, I'm not into it. No, it sounds good as it is. Well, you wouldn't like them all, like all the big ones to be knocked the thing, out. You're you missing the point because he said international football as well. Oh, yeah, the one thing England I don't... are struggling al- already as a seed. Well, the okay, one, we're beginning yeah. to say the last thing we need. The one thing I don't agree with seeding international wise is when they uh, seed the playoffs after the group stage. For yeah, that's not, yeah, that's I nonsense. Think, yeah, I, think, yeah. I think that really undermines an effort that a team potentially not fancied has got done to get to that playoff in the first place. Then to draw them against someone like Portugal or somebody who. Seem to mm. be, it seems that's, a bit unfair to very, We don't like naughty seeding. No. We don't like naughty seeds. Yeah. Bad <laughs> seeds, if you will. Nick Cave's yeah, friend. Yeah. Um, Matt Carlos says, uh, Matt Lawrenson, uh, this is uh, gotten on the highlights of the week. Is that all right? Yeah, of course. Of course. You, you so kindly provided me, Luke. Uh, Matt Carlos says, Matt Lawrenson on Five Live referring to the Premier League as the Premier. Mm. Quite, I quite like that. I do as well. Yeah. Premi, um, <laughs> the Premi, that's terrible. I'm having it? some jelly watching the Premi. <laughs> uh, Richard James Fee, uh, Liverpool. Rest- oh, I've already done that one. Uh, Liam Johnson says highlight of the week will be uh, Pete being positive for a few seconds because of Newcastle's result before returning to being negative because of everything happening off the pitch. Correct, Liam. Look forward to that. Well, a that's coming up in a minute. That's coming yeah. up in a minute. Yeah. Uh, Freddie Webb, Peter Crouch are now holding mm. uh, the record for most headed goals in the Premier League, getting the record in the Tony Pulis derby. I mean that Glorious. goal. That mm. goal is very, very, very simple. Even he probably assumed. You already had that. Fatic <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roberts, uh, Gary Neville's growing fury throughout that Arsenal performance was something to behold. From I'm fuming watching them to this Arsenal side deserve a battering to I'd stick them all on the transfer list. Yeah, it was <laughs> quite something. Wasn't it? It's, why his, it's why his manager career hasn't really taken off. Is, <laughs> is, is, is that why you tried to do it Valencia? Oh I, I, I had a training go today. Um, I've decided to sell every single player. <laughs> um, by the way, not, not, don't often do breaking news on this show, but I've just read on Twitter that um, apparently. Alexis Sanchez handed in a transfer request. A bit late, isn't I, it? I, I think he did that. <laughs> yeah. Didn't he do that on the pitch? Yeah. Mm. That's what I saw. Did a Chimbonda out of his sock. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. Can I have a highlight? Yeah, of what's been happening. David Villa getting a recall to Spain at 35. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'd miss that. Rooney, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you, you ruined that. It's lovely. It's lovely. It's a bit Rooney saw it and went, oh, if, he, if he can do it. Yeah. 
I think that's wonderful. Well, Peter Crouch <laughs> was pressed on uh, on his thoughts about returning to in- to England, wasn't he? At the end, after the match of the day, after the Pulis Derby, which we'll come on to. Yeah. Well, uh, before we do, let's talk about Newcastle United. Yay! I, li- I like the fact that Newcastle were able to win a game, of course, and the Hosselu was able to score. With Pete. You, you called a uh, you called a tapping, which I think is a bit unfair. He had a lot to do still. He bundled it. In. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you've long rated him, haven't you? Yeah, I think. I, think <laughs> I mean, what he's always guaranteed you, Jim, is goals. <laughs> I think uh, every every individual footballer you've properly slagged off so far. Or yeah. questioned the signing of Hesse and uh, Hosselu. Yeah. Careful with the Hesse, Hesse, Hesse. Sign, sign two, though, isn't it? Yeah, but, well, yeah. name another. Uh, no, I won't, I won't at this stage. But what I will, what I will name is. You said is Lukaku that... would do nothing at Man no, United. I, well, he didn't at this weekend. Hot or share. What I was building up to was saying that um, it's still business as usual um, at Newcastle because Rob Elliott was shat on by a pigeon. Oh, is that right? I didn't, yeah. didn't see this. Reminiscent of the Ashley Young, the famous Ashley, Ashley Young during, incident. Uh, yeah. well, during the match. Apparently I missed so, this. Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Didn't have much else to do, did he, Pete? <laughs> I mean... Yeah, well, it's, it's I, supposedly I, lucky, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I thought that Newcastle might get something out of the game, but I didn't recognise West Ham weren't going to turn about at all. Dreadful. Oh, well, we had a West Ham fan getting in touch. Was it... Oh, it's testing my memory now, but was it Rick Fry, West Ham fan and friend of the round, got in touch saying, oh, our season going to get worse when we got to Newcastle, I'll give it to five past three. Do you remember on Thursday? Yeah, yeah. Mm. And you know, and we we signed off the show on Thursday saying uh, West Ham have conceded ninety one goals in their last fifty Premier League games or something, and now it's how many ninety four and fifty one yeah. or whatever. Yeah, they were shambolic. And to be fair, Newcastle charity, charity wise, I think they needed it more than any other team. So yeah. thank you to thank West you Ham much. for, yeah. for that. <laughs> yeah. Classic Mitrovic. On the, on the pitch well, he, he should have been sent off <laughs> for a completely unnecessary what, what, elbow what I liked about it though he rounded the keeper and you don't see that very often and there was a beautiful shot of Mitrovic with, with basically telling presumably uh, Rafa to sharp <laughs> so he's yeah. sharp and going I'm brilliant uh, and then he Joe Hart's the in, though, and he? then Joe Hart's in, the, in his own neck going shit yeah he still the, elbowed no. that man though, didn't the, he? he did elbow that man the best yeah. example yeah. for that is Nelson Oliveira for Norwich um, scored oh, it was a while ago now and he took his shirt off and ran over, so he got a booking for that. Ran over to the bench, held his shirt with his name on the back of it in front of the manager's face, like waved <laughs> oh, it, man. and then put it back on, on the pitch again. Fantastic. Wow. Mitrovic has got a lot to learn. <laughs> you don't have to commit to it. Mitrovic has seen Arnautovic's elbow from last week and go, huh. I love a bit of that. I think you're tough, do you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tough guy, he is eh? a problem. <laughs> <laughs> I like, if he can get his shoe and boots on, I think he'd be a really decent proposition. But he is a problem. Many, like, I wouldn't want to hang out with him. In many no. ways, like, I mean, Pete, you, you um, I'll say heavily implied um, that Benitez might be sending a message up to Mike Ashley and then not playing that well and picking certain Yeah, that, like, it's come at a very unwelcome time. Yeah, I was, really. I was about to say, I mean, <laughs> Simon Birch was like, yeah, I understand your point, Rafa, but hold my beer because <laughs> you will not be prepared for how bad we're going to be. You don't know how far you're going to be no. after limbo. I'll be honest with you, Rafa, it's going to be hard if you to lose this one. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get at least a nil-nil draw. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rafa, He's been training pigeons all week. Yeah. <laughs> Shit on Rob Elliott. Yeah. <laughs> Raphael Benitez met with Mike Ashley's lawyer and club MD Lee Charnley and agreed to stop moaning about the lack of transfers. You know, you know what, NUFC.com did a, a great kind of parallel of what happened in the exact same way to Kevin Keegan. He had a meeting and and he was a dead man walking and Keegan was basically um, slagging off the, the club and the yeah. lack of investment and stuff like that mm-hmm. and they had exactly the same thing with a lawyer with uh, Charlie I think as well and basically just told Keegan to shut up shut up or go <laughs> and, and, and he lasted another couple of days before he went so I don't think Rafa uh, Rafa's a proud man and a man who's very decorated in yeah. the world of football, he might not stick around. Is he, looking, is he looking for um, houses in the East London area? Oh, dear. Kevin Keegan, ladies and gentlemen. Lovely mention. Yeah. But, uh, but Slavon Bilic, he seems to be competing with Frank de Boer 
as yeah. who can get the sack the, the, well, the quickest the, this season. The Guardian led today on their back page with um, with the war, the talk of them lining him up to lose his job already. Yeah. He's only three games in. I, know. I think it was Joel Ward. It might not have been Joel Ward because he's been he's been linked with a transfer, so it might have been someone else. In which case, I forget which Palace player it was. He said something quite unfortunate after the game. He said, um, "No, no, he's not imposing any star on us." But yeah, we can see that. Yeah, <laughs> you know, there's a complete lack of finesse. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he's, he's letting us do what, do what we, we want. want. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is something that you couldn't say about Tony Pulis. No, uh, <laughs> runs a pretty tight ship. Um, the, the Tony Pulis derby, of course, uh, was, uh, was 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 Stoke going away to West Brom. Um, it threw up some choice comments from angry Welshman Mark Hughes and Tony Pulis. Oh, this is wonderful. Last season, they had a few digs at each other. There, there is previous here. I mean, it's Pulis and Hughes. There's previous everywhere with the, them. Be, the best moment. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was was when um, Mark Hughes was asked yep. if he had ever faced Tony Pulis as a as a player, and Hughes just went, oh, "I wouldn't have thought so." <laughs> <laughs> so That's, brilliantly dismissive. It's a wonderful dig. Yeah, uh, you can't beat that. Yeah, he um, never played in the Hong Kong second division. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on now. Well, well, the only thing he could have done to top it would go. Was Tony Pulis a player? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's br- the, the, um, the, they had was he like wear the cap then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he went in goal. Um, uh, they uh, they had their press conferences before the match, of course, and they both said, "No, no, no we buried the hatchet at our Premier League managers' meeting with a gentleman's handshake." But the fact they both said it independently, yeah. probably, it yeah. felt yeah. a bit not scripted. a handshake. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. Pulis going, yeah, he was very insistent about the handshake. <laughs> actually, Mark, it, it was a bit weird. It was a bit creepy. <laughs> and and that was also before the game. After the game, yeah. Pulis was at it as well. They were. So was Hughes. Yeah, Pulis was asked if he got any stick from the uh, from the Stoke fans, mm-hmm. and he said, "Well, that's seven times they've played me now, and they still haven't won." Oh, he's loving it. <laughs> yeah, loving it. I, I just say it should be though. Yeah, I liked in the post match. Sky had uh, Rodriguez and uh, also Crouch, like from opposing sides, just yeah. you know being interviewed the, together. <gasps> that doesn't always happen. Does They're it? lovely boys. This was a game of, gr- of great quotes because Crouch also said after the game, oh, he yeah. was asked about uh, Rooney retiring from mm. international football, and Crouch said, "I haven't had to retire. I got tossed aside years ago." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh. And that's a hell of a tossing. Yeah, no, yeah. I, 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 I took three men. <laughs> Crouch is quite funny, though. He just like replacing a mobile phone antenna. Yeah, the, he, um, <laughs> he's just quite happy to be there, old Crouch. Isn't yeah, he? yeah. But he's when very he self-deprecating. When he's yeah, when he scored that goal, it was kind of like oh brilliant he was, again. he was doing a radio show for like three weeks during the summer and I was on at the same time as him on a oh. different station so I was going to talk a to crouchy for listeners are they still all your listeners <laughs> probably yeah, yeah, they should yeah. put you both on big man little man did the robot I'm not even funny he's a big name you know yeah, what he's, he's probably know. got a lot he's of people in he's a big man as well. how hard do you reckon he had to have the mic <laughs> oh, yeah, <God. laughs> get engineers in but I thought Pudis was a little bit upset because of course it was a, it was a mistake wasn't it Stoke had a lot of the play yeah. but West Brom I thought controlled the game quite because I, I, sadly I sat through the whole thing mm. um, and then um, Hegazi for West Brom he's actually yeah. been, he's impressed since he's joined I think he's been quite good him and Foster had that mix up and, and Crouch was able to, to score yet another header mm. yeah. um, which, is, which, is, which is good to see it, it's often been suggested or maybe even said that Mark Hughes we think might be quite petty at times he was moaning about the grass was too long after yeah. the fixture and that was in a, in a way he was basically saying well our free flowing passing style yeah. Yeah. You know, well, he attacked Stoke style a couple of times didn't he one of he the, his other quotes was I didn't particularly enjoy it as a spectacle or even being involved at management level <laughs> no, he, 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 no, he attacked West Brom not Stoke you said that about what well, you talk about Hughes. Yeah, you yeah, said yeah. that about West Brom, not about. Yeah, Stoke. That's, yeah. that's what I mean. Yeah, and and uh, Pulis replied saying uh, that um, no, the pitch is always that long, as in like we do that with everyone. And I, I also think that they don't water the pitch there either mm. to make it harder for teams to pass. Mm. It yeah, but Pulis is technically right. Yeah, 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 we always try and mess people up. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He's, uh, it's, it's, it's I'm starting to want the Pulis. Aggregated marginal games, <laughs> isn't it? It's, 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 but uh, also um, on um, on the Fox Sports in the US. 
you get the Spanish commentary as well. And the Spanish commentary team refer to Crouch as Pantera Rosa, which means Pink Panther. Nice. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. I don't really know why, but that's it's what they do. Crouch. Quite, quite, I don't know, ungainly. Well, just like, like, I don't know, thin? I don't I know. know. <laughs> it might be something to do with the, with the Peter Sellers uh, version of the movie where he's a bit hapless, maybe. I don't know. I don't know, I'm Quite thinking Crouch is a jewel. Maybe that's what it is. <laughs> um, uh, let's, let's talk about Spurs just quickly before uh, we go to another break. Another poor result at Wembley for them. It was a great point for Burnley. Mm. They love mm. coming to the capital these days. They really stuck at it, Burnley. I wonder they if did. Burnley are a slightly better side than, um, than, than, than we think. Because, I mean, they obviously won away from home first day of the season. That's always been their, that's always been their sort of Achilles heel, mm. uh, I suppose. Well, last season it was. Um, but Spurs, yeah, Spurs couldn't finish them off and, and Kane couldn't get his chances away, could he? Yeah. yeah. Uh, just p- play Vincent Janssen. In August. Yeah. Should have done that. Yeah, okay, right, yeah. Get him up to speed and draft Kane straight. As soon as the clock turns mi- one second past midnight yeah. on September the 1st. Stop right. e- even acknowledging Anson. I don't care if you score five hat tricks. You're out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what a start to, to Chris Wood's Burnley career. And He's, what a ball to him. Well, it was a superb pass. I mean, perhaps a little fortuitous there was a defensive mix up with Spurs, but yes. No, Raheem Sterling meant it. Yeah, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, but, but, but Chris Wood, on his, on his debut for his new club, in his Premier League debut, it was at Wembley to get a glorious. 92nd minute equaliser wonderful stuff yeah. all his own stuff Peter Co- cock a hoop cock a hoop Peter would have been cock a hoop Sean Dyche talked about his players resilience and I thought damn right and, and, and in light of Arsenal sorry to go back to that but th- that's true isn't it the resilience of those Burnley players mm. that's what kept them in that's what kept them in the division before Definitely. obviously a bit of quality as well let's not be be too silly about them um, but Pochettino his, his sides have started not brilliantly before uh, yeah. in, 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 the, in the Premier League They've, they've got to get going, though. It's worth mentioning that people have said, oh, you know, they've already lost, dropped more points at home than they did the whole of last season. I mean, mm-hmm. last season at home, they were like, staggeringly good. Yes. I, I mean, I, I think it was their best home season ever. They're not going to repeat that anyway, and, though. And, they? Yeah, and I think it was a bit of an outlier. Really. I, I'd be surprised if many other teams at all. I mean, even we were talking about it earlier, we didn't have the stats to hand, but even Arsenal, when they're unbeaten season, I don't think they, they drew quite a few games. I mean, Spurs only drew two games last season at home. They won every single other game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which was remarkable. Yeah. yeah. So, but, I mean, it is a little bit. They're being hoisted by their own petard there a little bit. They are, but it was just the way the game ended that they'll think to themselves, because yeah, you get that win, you shut all the media yeah, up about absolutely. the Wembley Hoodoo and all that kind of stuff. But lacking a little bit of uh, street wisdom, if you know what I mean. And also, especially against a team like Burnley, who are, you know, they are they are determined and ragged yeah. and all those other sort of cliches about a team who's not sort of traditionally a Premier League quality team. They make it hard for you mm. and you have to finish them off. And if you don't finish them off yeah. and Spurs had a chance to do so, um, Burnley came on strong in the final exchanges yeah. and, and were able to get an equaliser. And obviously that's disappointing for them. But yeah. last season for Spurs at home was, a, was an outlier and, and yeah, clearly they're not going to maintain that sort of level at home forever. Mm. True enough. One man who wasn't disappointed on the weekend was Neil Warnock. A little bit of chat about him after this. Beautiful young eggs. Eggs that need a mum to take care of them. Yoan Kebab, Shola Amamovi, Hatton Ben Afri. All the best ones. <laughs> Neil Warnock and Cardiff made it five wins out of five. Against one of Warnock's old sides, QPR as well. Yeah, which, which is often the case, though, isn't it, with Warnock? Yeah, true. Generally one of his old sides. Yeah. There's a lot of Neil Warnock derbies. <laughs> Warnock said after the game, I don't know what the supporters pay to get in here, but you can't tell me it's not value for money. He's absolutely <laughs> he, He's <laughs> off those kind of comments, Neil. <laughs> All right. um, Sol Bamba was saying that Neil Warnock's like a father to him. That's it's right. a big story on the BBC website today about that. Because mm. um, Bamba, I don't know if you guys remember, I think we might have covered it, he was sent off. 
um, against Ipswich last season uh, because it had a bust up with David McGoldrick and Warnock was fuming. You remember Warnock right. grabbed him by the yeah. scruff of the neck and like dragged him was off the Bamber, pitch. Was that Bamber? Was it? It was Sol Bamber, same okay, same player. Yeah, 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 I do remember the incident. And, and now he can't. You know, now he, he obviously thanks him for it. Maybe it's some sort of Stockholm type syndrome, but he actually <laughs> loves it. <laughs> but he spanks me. Yeah. You could imagine Neil Warnock though that that kind of slightly more old school approach. But what he was doing with Bamber, Bamber was was not behaving well in that incident. Warnock might have not been so public about it per se mm. but I think he would have realised that he was doing it for his own mm. well development as a man still grounded him yeah well if he needs grounding Jim <laughs> yeah. if he needs grounding but yeah but it was a great win Junior <laughs> Hoyler also scoring against his old side good to see him get a mensch remember him yeah. how old is he Marcus 27 wow feels like he should be 20. a lot older than that <laughs> <laughs> much like ourselves yeah. um, no I am a lot older than that <laughs> Mick McCarthy's Ipswich they were finally beaten losing against Fulham. Fulham hammered them. I mean, it was only 2-0, but you look at the stats, it was incredible. And that's why the championship's so good. Fulham haven't had a win all season. Ipswich uh, have won, had won um, the previous four, and Fulham go there and, and destroy um, them. Petition to just rename this section the Neil Warnock and Mick McCarthy section. Well, Big, Big Mick said <laughs> after the game, call the police because there's just been a murder. <laughs> they absolutely bashed us up with and without the ball. Yeah, and that's a fair, accurate representation. <laughs> I would say so. By the way, just on the championship as well, uh, Birmingham mm. were beaten again. Um, I'm tempted to say that at least two of Arsenal's loan players have been have been keeping up at their end of the bargain, but that would be bullshit <laughs> <laughs> because they both started and they got beaten. Oh, yeah. oh dear! Cohen on one wing and um, Carl Jenkinson on the other. He of the contract on the other, yeah. yeah. And Carl Jenkinson got sent off in the game. At Old Trafford, they got beaten eight two. Well. I think it might have been his debut as okay. well. He got two yellows. I remember that. Two yeah. yellows. Mm. What a day! Anyway, look, red, red nuts Birmingham. <laughs> Near, and, and Harry is on record as saying we'll be top six no danger running out of games Harry there's <laughs> <laughs> only about 41 left now <laughs> but it can all change that's the championship for how, how many is he going to get over the line between now and Thursday night an, awful lot, an awful lot of bodies yeah. uh, silly scenes at Nottingham Forest talking about bashing things up uh, two Forest fans were videos fighting over the last pie at the food stand not, yeah, that's, is... that's not made up it was um, an astonishing incident <laughs> From which, from which nobody emerged out of it with any credit at all. No, we don't like to see fighting, but... I mean, even Sully's whoever makes the pies. Yeah. I've got I've got a little clip that you've got a little... Really not worth it. F***ing <laughs> idiot, it's all right, mate. I won't be bullied. <laughs> Just don't how insistent him. he is yeah. about not being bullied. I mean, that's the guy that threw the punch as well, from yeah. what I remember of the He's video. He's the one doing the punching. The villain of the piece would surely be the um, procurement officer in Nottingham well, Forest for half-time food, the thing food, that gets surely. me, if you've ever if, if you got a football match, there's never the pie you want. It's always your second choice. I was a, furious, usually. I was, a, I was at Brighton pre-season, and they, because it was a pre-season friendly, against Atletico Madrid, they're expecting a mm. big crowd, and mm. they received one. Mm-hmm. Um, they Make had, your own pie. R- no, they had no... The only half-time food they had was a one type of pie. Yeah. You're well, always, always going to get Pete, that sold. A, a sort of one-size-fits-no-one approach, if you will. <laughs> was it well, a vegetarian So maybe, maybe, look, there may be more to meet, than meets the eye here, is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, no, like I said, no one emerged out of it with any credit. If you haven't seen the video of two football fans fighting over a pie, at, the last pie at half-time, <laughs> they are very much exactly as you'd imagine <laughs> yeah. they looked. Don't bully me! Yeah, I think, unsound. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think, yeah... I think the European Union now want a hard Brexit because of that. <laughs> Just get out. And right get out. I want a hard Brexit because of that. <laughs> <laughs> but only for the Nottingham area. <laughs> <laughs> and perhaps the Gillingham area, which I was out on Saturday. Yeah, you were. You were at Gillingham. Yes. and, and You saw a hat-trick. I did see a hat-trick from possibly the worst striker <laughs> I've ever seen play in the professional ranks. <laughs> Tom Eves scored a second-half hat-trick for Gillingham in a three-all draw. 
Uh, I looked him up at half... This is no word of a lie. At half time, I was saying to my mate I was with, oh, he's really bad. I need to look him up. And uh, he's, Tom Eaves, he scored four goals, four league goals the entire year of last season for mm. Yeovil Town. Um, and then he turned it around in big style and scored a hat trick to um, to dash Phil Brown's dreams <laughs> because they should have about six and a half at half time but it ended three all <laughs> but um, Phil Brown very much getting the band back together He's, and Anton Ferdinand yep. who looks shot to bits mm-hmm. at the back and guess who played up front for him Mark Antoine Fortune. Oh, wow. Yeah, up front for South End. Glorious. Imagine that. Huh? Blimey. There you go. It was a great game. It was a really, really good game. Mm. I mean, it was 1 0 at half time and 3 0 by the end, so you can imagine what it was like. How were the pies? Um, no, I didn't have a pie, actually. Yeah. A too too violent. Ones. No, exactly. Too violent. <laughs> <Stout stand>. <laughs> <laughs> I only had one left. I thought I'm not going to get involved. <laughs> there were tons of left, so people were still fighting. <laughs> yeah. It's like Game of Thrones. I just want the pie. <laughs> Yeah. I just want the iron pie. <laughs> the iron pie. I want to sit on the iron pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's funny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot Marcus still hasn't got involved. I'll tell you later, Marcus. You've only yeah. got about 83 episodes to catch up on, mate. Don't <laughs> that, that's fine. Um, <laughs> before we go to glowing, going for gold, quick uh, mention for the Scottish Premiership. Just after four matches uh, and a month of action, because obviously after, now the international break is coming, um, it, it will take Celtic at least until September to get to the top spot. So well done, everybody. <laughs> a bit well like, done. Sound a bit like Ned Stark there. The international break is coming. The dandies are top of the league. They are the dandy dons. They're the the, the king of the north. I mean, is it going to know that one? You know nothing, <laughs> Marcus Speller. Is it going to stay? You know is it, are they going to stay there, Marcus? Uh, mm. for, for August, they are. You'd bloody well love them to, wouldn't you? Of course, I would. Yeah. Um, that would be a breath of fresh air. <laughs> it would be a genuine breath of fresh air. Yeah. Um, let's go to going for gold. Let's right. go for going for the gold. Gold. Um, do you want to like uh, one all is, is the is the is the standings mm. at the one moment? All. Marcus yeah. is on one. He got himself back in the hunt uh, last week. I fancy going in the lead with, today with Phil Bardsley. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I opened up with Diego Forlan, and who did you get? Do you I, know? Jim I think opened. I opened up with Jimmy Traore. That's right, the other way around. Yeah. Let's not do this every week. No, we won't. <laughs> <laughs> weeks. Everything to play for. Absolutely. Gentlemen. I mean, there's about fifty games. I mean, shows if, left. I mean, if none of us get it, presumably you get a point. Yeah, he does. Too, yeah, so. I guess I do. Yeah, yeah he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was very close last week, wasn't it? Because you got very, it close. very, very late. Very close. Uh, what happens is I read. Uh, there's a mystery footballer involved in my head or on my piece of paper in front of me. Uh, I read out a lot of clues pertaining to that particular footballer, and these guys have to guess each round. This one. Has actually been written by Tasman Johnson. So oh, he's not you, even Tasman. done his own work. Is well, that, I'm just, well it was time. a good one. It was a good one. All right. So I thought I'll uh, use this recommendation. So thank you, Tasman, for uh, for the clues. I did double check most of them. So don't, don't hold the paper like that because Marcus can see it. If you hold no, it look that. how thick it is. Okay, right. See? Okay, okay. Uh, double back. See, because he, he thinks of himself as a Christian God-fearing man, but I know he, he logs into your computer if you're logging and everything. <laughs> checks all, out. All checks checks out. out yeah. I'll tell you what, my Christianity keeps me well out of Pete's condition. Right. First clue, I was born in Liverpool. Stop. Um, let's just go for um, Joey Barton. Joey Barton. Stop. I'll go for Neil Mellor. Incorrect, both times. Stop, Jimmy Case. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> oh, Jim, who is Jimmy Case? Oh, he's a Liverpool legend. Was he? 70s legend, mate. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so many people angry is at me right it, now. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I have to say it? He's in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> I played 17 times for my country, scoring one goal. Ooh. Ooh, sexy. <laughs> um, oh, I, I, Stop. No, go, go on, yeah, go on. Mark Lawrenson. No, not Mark Lawrenson. Would no. he have been born in Liverpool? Probably not. No, I don't think so. He's born in Preston, I think. Yeah. Yeah. The Prem. Premier. The Premier. 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 Don't Premier me. Come on, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I played for three Premier League teams without ever having a transfer fee paid for me. 
Oh, that's a good clue. That's, that's a good, lovely one, yeah. Yeah, very good. Hmm. <clears throat> now, carry on. I once tried to shoot my dad with an air gun. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you sure it's not Joey Barton? <laughs> <laughs> I've got nothing on that. Got nothing on that. <laughs> carry on. I once saved two penalties in one game against Tottenham, one from Darren Anderton and one from Nicky Marmby. Ah. Stop. Oh, no, that's not going to be honest, oh. no. I was going to say Richard Wright, but he's not a scouser. Well, I'm not, I'm gonna move on. I don't I'm think he's going to got international level either. I'm going to move on. Uh, Stop. Can I? Oh, I've got, I've got, I think I've Stop. got it. Stop, can I? Stop, I th- can I? I think I've got it. Oh, no. Marcus no, I'm, gets I'm a crack first. No, no. No. Brad Friedel. No. I'll that up. I Bro, stop. Is it, is it Steve Staunton? No, no, no. Oh, no. no, no You've no, 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 no. Oh, it's exciting, isn't it? Oh, it's tense. Jim, do you want to have a crack? Uh, no. no. Come on. The three teams I uh, played for in the Premier League without ever having a transfer fee paid for me were Chelsea, Manchester United and Aston Villa. Oh, it's not. I was going to say Rob Jones, but it's not oh, Rob Jones. Oh, yeah. Back down, buddy. two penalties and scored a goal. Hmm. It's obviously an outfield player who's gone into yeah, yeah, goal, course, isn't it? Course. Yeah, yeah. That's why when I went Brad Freeman, who, who are the teams again? Pete, who are the teams again? Chelsea, Manchester United, and Aston Villa. Goodness! Oh, stop! Dion Dublin. Oh. Incorrect. Oh. Oh. Can we go on Twitter? Because a lot of the listeners will have got it. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I am the only player Sir Alex Ferguson signed twice at United. Oh, come on. You should know this. You should know this by now. You should know this by now. This is piss poor, Marcus. You should have this by now. (laughs) You should have (laughs) (laughs) it. I once did a Nazi salute at White Hart Lane. I can't believe we've not got this. Lord Ronald's going to kill us. (laughs) (laughs) That's inevitable anyway. (laughs) That's how I'm going to die anyway. I once tried to scare my girlfriend into giving up cocaine by doing twice as much as her. I'm I'm absolutely... I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. Stop. Get it for crying out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Robbie Fowler. Incorrect. He didn't play for Man United. (laughs) And he certainly certainly didn't do a cocaine. I was thinking about the White Lion thing. The celebration. That was an accusation by a terrorist. (laughs) I won two League Cups, the Premier League and an Intercontinental Cup. This is, this is an embarrassment. You two are shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we, we have absolutely embarrassed ourselves here. Pete deserves the point. Yeah, yeah. but you win. You Hang win. on, but he hasn't because no, I've he, got... No, he should win, no, he, he should win. No, because I've got one. Uh, that, I didn't hear the, 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 the last clue. The last clue was I won two League Cups, the Premier League and the Intercontinental Cup. <laughs> yeah, he did, didn't he? Um, <laughs> off the top of my head... Stop. Off the top of my head, the Intercontinental Cup might have been played in Tokyo. Stop. Was it Mark Bosnich? It was Mark yeah. Bosnich! Yeah. 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 Fucking hell. Of course it was. Yeah. Just like Raheem Sterling left it late. <laughs> the thing that threw me is you said he was born in Liverpool. Yes, I and know. how are most Australian towns named? Oh, okay. oh <laughs> you are. Very good. Very good. <laughs> I'm in the lead. Tasman Johnson, fantastic work. Well uh, done to him and I to just, me. I just really like the quote about the, about the drugs. I told her that for every line of cocaine she would take, I would take two. And that's exactly what I did. <laughs> <laughs> The thing that threw me was the idea of him scoring and goal internationally. And I said to mm. these guys, oh, he must be an outfield player. Yeah, that you, you yeah. did that. And, that. and that gets into your mind. That, that was your fault. You yeah. were messing With up. With your four non-blondes. <laughs> well, so look, Pete, we're all square now. All square. Everyone's yeah. got one. No, no, no. Oh, I got no, no, that. No, no, oh, no, no, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Don't okay, take right. it. Look. 
You, you, you poorly influenced Jim and I throughout that game. You can't start influencing right, the you've, score. You've got your nose ahead. Yeah. There's a long way to go, but, 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 Tasman, 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 Tasman uh, played a blinder there. I had to move around some of the, some of the clues, but fantastic work. Yeah. Yeah. Fine work, Tasman. Well mm. Very good. So. What a way to finish, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Uh, thank Lord. Don't bully me. <laughs> Exactly. Don't bully me for not getting it right, and don't bully Jim either. <laughs> but bully for me, because I got it right. You did. Mm. There we are, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramp. It's been an absolute pleasure. Say goodbye, Jim. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Bye, Petey. Bye. Cheerio from me. 